All right, welcome back to the big program. Kevin Karius, along with Ladislav Schmid, Sports 1440. We welcome in Sayad Youssef from the uh, Athletic in uh, Dallas. Uh, morning, Sayad. How are things going in, in Big D? And Laddie, Laddie wants to know, first of all, if uh, Alish Hemsky's coming, making a comeback. His old buddy in <laughs> Dallas is making a comeback with the Stars. Is that correct? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. So uh, how are things kind of cooking as far as uh, how the Stars are getting ready for the upcoming season? Well, it, it's it's definitely been a very interesting, I guess, lead up because it's been uh, it's been very different than in previous years. The expectations are really, really high for the team from you know everybody else on the outside and stuff. And so it's uh, they're they're definitely gearing up to be more of the uh, hunted than the hunter this year. Anyone catch your eye coming out of camp that we didn't really know about as far as uh, you know making waves uh, heading into the season? Um, I think, uh, I think for me, it was Thomas Harley was someone who really kind of caught my eye, um, especially as a player who, you know, not everybody knows about yet. Miro Haskin and obviously Jason Robertson looked good, all the, all the usual suspects. But then I thought Thomas Harley had a really good training camp and, you know, the stars are going to be depending on him a lot on the back end because they lack in, in playmaking defensemen behind Haskin. And so I think Thomas Harley is, is somebody who stood out. Also, Niels Lundqvist again staying on the um, staying on the theme of the defenseman. Um, he's also a guy who is replacing Ryan Suter on the second power play unit and is going to get a good opportunity to show that he's uh, NHL ready. And the Stars really need him because he's a right-handed defenseman, which the Stars are lacking severely in. What about uh, you know Wyatt Johnson? Not that he came out of nowhere, but a lot of people knew about him. But I mean, he just had a fabulous season last year. Um, can he continue that progression this season? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, he did. He, I mean, he. The Stars got really, I guess, lucky in a sense of you know he came out in the 2021 draft, and the year before um, Wyatt Johnson didn't play hockey because of COVID. I mean, his, mm-hmm. his season was canceled, and so. Um, the U18 tournament just happened to happen right here in Dallas and Frisco, and, and the Star Scouts loved what they saw. And so that's kind of how he arrived in Dallas. And then, you know, he had a phenomenal rookie year. He missed most of training camp with uh, a small upper, upper body injury. He's been on the ice for practice the last few days. Um, you know, I asked around, uh, and, I, and I, you know, I wrote this story on The Athletic, but I asked around. Um, different uh, players around the locker room on who they think is prime for a big year. And by far the most popular choice was Wyatt Johnston. And, you know, Matt Duchesne, uh, the newcomer here in Dallas, also mentioned that, you know, you could just tell that Johnston has all those instincts and and, uh, the playmaking ability and all that stuff of a player who's going to be, you know, an elite player for a long time. Speaking of uh, Matt Duchesne, how did he look throughout the camp? He's looked good, and, you know, he fits right into the Stars system and the Stars roster really well because uh, Pete DeBoer likes to run a system where he can have two centermen on each line, and if the Stars are healthy, Rope Hintz and Joe Pavelski are kind of that centerman duo on the top line, and on the second line you have Matt Duchesne and Tyler Sagan. Mm -hmm. So um, Duchesne fits really well because he can play center, he can play winger, and, uh, and, you know, he's, he's also a player that, He's not going to have to do all the heavy lifting by himself. Mm. He's he's somebody that's going to be playing on the second power play unit, on the second line, 
he'll be he'll be able to re- really catch other teams off guard um, this season quite a bit. Sad Youssef is our guest with Kevin Carries and uh, Ladislav Spien on Sports 1440. Uh, Sad writes for The Athletic in Dallas, uh, covers uh, the Stars and the Cowboys. We'll maybe touch on the Cowboys in a little bit, uh, Sad. But uh, uh, Tyler Sagan has had a lot of miles on him. He's played a lot of playoff games. He's played a lot of hard minutes. Uh, he's had a lot of injuries, a lot of surgeries. But can you kind of tell us where he's at kind of going into the season? Yeah, one of the most intriguing players, honestly, out of uh, out of Stars Camp, because because really of what his role has become. Um, he's pay, he's the highest paid player on the Stars right now, and uh, but but he's not. You know, he doesn't have to serve that role of being the best player on the team anymore because um, you know it's it's widely accepted inside and outside the organization that the new core of Robertson, Haskin, and Odinger and Hintz is kind of what this team revolves around. So Tyler Sagan's role has now become that of you know, uh, he, he's the premier um, backup forward. So last year, for example, in January, when Rope Hintz was out for, I believe, like eight or nine games, Tyler Sagan was the top-line center. In the playoffs, when Joe Pavelski went out against the Minnesota Wild for the whole series, Tyler Sagan was the top-line winger. Um, this year, uh, in training camp, Hintz has been out with an injury. Tyler Sagan is the top-line center again. So the, the Stars have this luxury of using a, a top-line talent. Um, he might not be the you know the best top line talent that you have in the NHL but he he could he would be on the top line for for a, a third of the teams in the NHL but the stars have the luxury of using him on the second line on the second power play and then using him to fill in wherever they need so he should have opportunities this year to really um you know revert a lot back to his old self because he'll have a lot less pressure and a lot less uh, spotlight on him uh sad you see if from the Athletic in Dallas is our guest on uh, Kevin Carey show with Ladislav Schmid. I'm going to ask you this one, Sayad, and then I'll get Ladislav to, to kind of pony on top of your answer, just in the sense of Joe Pavelski, because Ladislav played against Joe Pavelski years oh, ago, uh, and this guy just doesn't seem to show any signs of uh, slowing down. Just like a down. fine wine. <laughs> Go ahead, Sayad. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. He doesn't, and I think there's uh, there's – I think you have to give most of that credit to Joe Pavelski. I mean, the way that he takes care of his body, the way that he approaches the game. Um, I think, you know, he was set up. It, it, it's funny because he was a seventh-round pick, and I think that kind of set him up for success in the NHL because it was a realization that he's not the physical specimen that a lot of these NHL players are. He doesn't have that skating ability, the speed. Um, he doesn't necessarily have that shot. Um, and so, you know, you can, he kind of knew that from the beginning. And what he did, instead of kind of, you know, moping around and, and, and feeling sorry for himself, he developed all the other parts of his game that don't have to do with all that athletic ability. He's, he's probably one of the smartest players. And, and he, he's so smart to the fact that you can see his smarts on the ice. You can see how he anticipates the puck. He knows where it's going. He plays on a line with Rope Hintz, who is probably – one of the most athletic and, and you know, uh, fastest skaters on the Stars, and he never looks like he's a step behind, even though Pavelski is all, like almost, you know, 10, 10, 10 15 years older than Hintz and, um, you know, wasn't that fast even in his uh, mm-hmm. prime. And he's so smart. And then also, as we all know, um, you know, I'm heading to morning skate right now, and I guarantee you Joe Pavelski's already <laughs> on the ice tipping pucks in front of the net. 
because that's just what he does. And, you know, you don't need to be fast. You don't need to have a, uh, a you know, a lethal shot the way Jason Robertson does. You just have to, you just have to work on that skill set. And Joe Pavelski, I would argue, is the best tipper in NHL history. And so, um, and, and so, yeah, I think, you know, that's why Pavelski has been able to do that. And, you know, just the last thing on him, I think, you know, while I do give 80, 90% of the credit to him, it certainly doesn't hurt to be playing on the line with Jason Robertson and Rope Hens for the last, for the last three years either. Hey, laddie, uh, Joe Pavelski never tipped any pucks in front of you in front of oh, the net, did he? He for sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably took some, I swallowed some dashers from him. But yeah, uh, no, he, he incredible. Like mm-hmm. one word for him, you know, like you said, not the fastest, not the best shot. Just he does everything well, like mm-hmm. from all these areas. But the biggest thing with him is his hockey IQ. He predicts yeah. the play. He's in the right spots. He's not the strongest, biggest guy, but he goes to these dirty areas. But it's not like he goes and bounces. No, he picks his spots, and he's in the right yeah, spot he, all the time. It's yeah. Go yeah, ahead, say. Well, I was just going to say, last year I did a story on Pavelski, and I talked to uh, Brent Burns, his former teammate at San Jose, and uh, and I thought Brent Burns had one of the most Brent Burns quotes uh, of all time when it comes to Pavelski. He said, "He said you can't lose a step if you never had one." So, <laughs> uh, and, and so, you know, his point was like Pavelski getting older. Everyone's like, "How does he not lose a step?" And Brent Burns just kind of laughed and said, "He never had one." And oh, then, so, that's great. He, he's built a whole career on, on, you know, being what he is. Yeah. Oh, that's that's such a good line. No, but like you said, you said his work ethic, right? Like, it's well known now that he goes he goes on the ice before before practice, like well before, and he starts tipping pucks. It's uh, it's incredible. Even at that age, you know, he never stops, and that's you know his work ethic and being resilient and determined. That's where it got him, and I think around the league he's well respected and. You know, Dallas Stars are very lucky to have a guy like that, not just as a hockey player, but mm-hmm. in the locker room. You know, he went through a lot of stuff, and you know, it's uh, you have a <laughs> you have a really good team. You have a you know deep deep team. Is is there any weakness that you see on your team this year? Yeah, definitely. I, I think there's two there's two areas that really stand out, and mm-hmm. one is uh, kind of what I was mentioning early on with uh, with Harley in terms of the depth of the defensemen. I think, mm. you know, you have Miro Haskinen, who's a superstar. You have Thomas Harley, who's a riser. And after that, there's a lot of question marks. I mean, you have Ryan Suter paired with Miro. Um, you have Yanni Hockenpa paired with, paired with Harley. Nils Lundqvist, you hope he can he can be good. But, um, but you know, he's a, he's a question mark right now. And and so I, I think there's a lot of question marks on the depth of the defensemen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if there is one area that I could see the Stars making a move in season at the trade deadline or something, it would be for a right-shot defenseman. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one area. And then the second area that a lot of fans won't think about right now because you don't have to, but when it really comes to bite you, it bites you bad, and that is uh, goaltender depth in the organization. Um, they have a really good duo with Jake Ottinger and Scott Wedgwood. But last year, Scott Wedgwood got hurt for a month um, in uh, February through March, and uh, or really the whole month of March. And Jake Ottinger had to carry a heavy load, and I really think that took a toll on him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think they, they, 
don't have a whole lot of goalie depth, so they have to really hope and pray that, you know, those two guys, Ottinger and Wedgwood, stay healthy. And like I said, at defensemen, they don't have a whole lot of depth, uh, you know, at least proven depth yet. They're hoping yeah. that, again, Lung, you know, create a form. He's getting Okay, uh, we'll try to get you for one more, uh, just a comment, uh, Sayed Youssef from The Athletic covering uh, Dallas Stars and the Cowboys. So let's uh, switch gears just for a quick minute uh, on the Cowboys, a Monday nighter against the Chargers. Uh, what do you make of that tilt? Yeah, it's going to be a big one. I mean, uh, you know, if you follow the Cowboys, you know they're coming off of one of the worst losses Dang. in recent memory for them <laughs> against the 49ers. They lost 42-10 to 10 mm-hmm. in a game that was, you know, built up as a, as a measuring stick game. Um, going against the Chargers, the Chargers are a good team with a good quarterback, and you know they are obviously are going against their old offensive coordinator and Kellen Moore, who knows the team well. So I think this is going to be a really big response game. I think uh, I think you know just to draw a cross sport parallel, I think I think the same way how a lot of people in your market are probably looking to see how the Oilers are going to respond to what happened last night. I think a lot of Cowboys fans are, are looking to. Uh, see how their team responds um, after the after the beating that they took. Uh, so true, so true. Um, how many fans do you think uh, will be? What's the split at SoFi Stadium? Uh, would you say Monday night for Cowboys fans and Chargers fans? Oh man, it's got to be sixty forty, maybe fifty fifty. Um, really, the, yeah. the Cowboys? Yeah, Cowboys fans travel really well, but uh, but the biggest non-Dallas market where Cowboys fans show up are always L.A. Mm-hmm. because they hold training camp in Oxnard for three weeks, um, oh. which is you know just a little bit, I think, north or south of L.A. It's like an hour away from Los Angeles. And uh, they have a huge fan base in Los Angeles. And so, um, I, you know, I remember there was a playoff game against the Los Angeles Rams three, four years ago. And, you know, it was like a straight 50-50 split. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think there will be a really strong contingent of Cowboys fans there. Do you, do you think, uh, where's Dak Prescott at? Everyone talks about, you know, they, they're just not sure if he's the guy that can lead them to a Super Bowl. Where, where are you at with that, you said? I think, uh, you know, I think he's one of those guys that, you know, it, he's so hard to move on from because, one, he's a good leader, and, two, quarterbacks are just so hard to find. Mm-hmm. And when you have even a decent one, I mean, we see this around the league. Uh, it's not just uh, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrows getting big contracts. You see... Kirk Cousins getting a big one, Jimmy Garoppolo. You see guys that if you even see an ounce of hope in them, you give them a big deal. And so, um, you know, I think Prescott has shown enough to where, you know, you tie your hope to him. But as you mentioned, he's really come up short in some of the biggest games. And I think it's perfectly legitimate to question right now if he's the guy that can take this team over the top. But the thing with the Cowboys is they're not asking him to carry them. They're just asking him to not screw up too badly, and right now he's not even managing to do that. <laughs> well, so Sid, how does it work for you? So you got the Blues and Stars tonight uh, in Dallas, so you cover that game. Do you get to go to LA for Monday night? Yep. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll oh. hop on a plane and, and go to LA, and so um, it, it works out pretty well because the Cowboys play once a week, and and uh, and you know the Stars mm-hmm. play uh, a lot more frequently, and they play at night. So I. I personal life but other than that it, it, it works out pretty well. well you know we had we have frank saravalli on i know i know you know frank uh, every tuesday yeah. and thursday so he gets to go to the phillies game tonight so how's that oh nice oh man so yeah well i mean you know in in dallas the texas rangers yeah. are also in the alcs so it's a 
it's a booming time right now in, in Dallas sports. How, what, what kind of play is that getting? That's going to be just wild in the state of Texas with Houston and, and the Rangers. Oh, absolutely. That rivalry is, is very bitter. and There's been a lot of words said, um, even really as recently as the end of this season, just a couple of weeks ago, when a lot of Astros, uh, you know, people in the Houston market were criticizing the Texas Rangers for celebrating a playoff spot and everything. So it's, uh, it's really, it's going to be a really fun matchup between the Rangers and the Astros. Well, Hey, Sad, thanks uh, so much for your time. Enjoy, uh, I guess the, the stars and blues tonight. And then you got the chargers and uh, Cowboys on Monday. So a couple what of a good nice days. schedule. Yeah, just <laughs> beautiful. We just got to be hanging out here in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. And it's, it was an eight, one game here. And we all, that's all we have to look forward to here. Say, yeah, well, so. no, that's no, the autograph session. That's best yeah. time of them all. Yeah, uh, yeah, you don't know that, uh, Sam. The, uh, the Oilers are having their autograph session here in West Edmonton Mall. After uh, getting beat eight ones, the, the loss guys. last night. Yeah. So. yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it just shows you you don't lose or win the series on game one. And honestly, I'm never never counting out a team with Connor McDavid. So I'm sure I'm sure the Oilers will get back on track as well. Thank you. Yes. Okay, uh, thanks for this. Enjoy your weekend. Appreciate it. All right. You guys too. Thanks. That's uh, Sayed Youssef from the uh, Athletic in Dallas, yeah, man, some of these guys, you know, like Frank's so lucky. To, and that's not a work gig. This, you know, say it's got to work. Yeah. In in L.A., but I mean, he's not going to L.A. ten minutes before the game either. No, I, you know? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better already. Well, <laughs> I love L.A. I haven't been there for years now. Is that your was that your favorite one of your favorites on the road? I'd say L.A., Dallas, Chicago. Not Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Nashville. Let's not talk about Nashville. <laughs> I don't think I can go there anymore. Oh, but L.A., a lot of times um, I would remember when I was doing the games when you were playing, um, the team would stay out in, on the on the ocean in, yeah. in Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Yeah, um, it's, it's not like people think like partying. No, no. no. It's more about like relaxing by the sit ocean. sit on the beach go if you want. Yeah, nice. Go on the Ferris wheel if you want. Exactly. Like it, yeah. it's, it's just relaxing, nice weather, you know, go for a good sushi or whatever. Yeah. You want good restaurants just, yeah, down good on restaurant. there. Yeah, it's, and you can just walk around. Kind of like, you know, forget that you're playing hockey for a little bit. Just for a little bit, yeah. yeah. Dip your toes and walk down to Venice yeah. Beach, take a bike if you want, yeah. you know. And then you play, well, what used to be Staples, like yeah. one of the best as buildings, Crypto, in my opinion. Crypto.com. Crypto. Oh, no, yeah. Yay. But it, that's the other, like it was a, what, about a 45-minute hour drive, right, yeah, from yeah. from there? I, I didn't mind it. No. Seriously, you're still, you're still in L.A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're in L.A. Uh, we'll have some open time. We're going to talk uh, a little bit of the pizza pig out from last night. Uh, all, Vladdy, or Laddie cannot believe how many... And we got to figure out that out. Can you figure that I out? I think too? I can out eat you both, guys. No, and pizza. Like, honestly, just ask my wife. When it comes to pizza, no. there's no friendships. I, I just look <laughs> at the pizza. Like, I, I usually buy more pizza than, you know, than I probably should eat. But, yeah, pizza, and, that's... Well, we're going to get the list. Pleasure. How's that, Duke? Can we get the list of all the ones that we no. have? No. Why not? Because hungry. I, uh, yeah, hungry. super hungry. <laughs> uh, we're back with uh, Laddie Schmid on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. We got we got to tape the brakes here with Laddie and put them on somehow because it's just gold. It's gold, baby. It's gold, Jerry. Uh, text coming in still, a, a lot of them, one 1440 uh, L.A. Dave says North End Pub, pub and Manhattan Beach. Can't spit it out. 
Um, that's probably a guy who was in there once or twice, eh, laddie? Ooh, yeah. Um, Sasky Oilers fan. Campbell was fine. No reason for anyone to be grumbling yet. Uh, what... What booth is Laddie at for the autograph signing? This is uh, from Dave. He wants to know, can you slide in there for some autographs tonight? <laughs> would be a pretty empty, empty line. <laughs> I don't think so. It would be probably full. Um, man, there's so many. Duke, we'll have to get to them in a bit. Uh, but we wanted to talk about the pizza pig out yesterday because uh, Laddie didn't really know about it in the sense that where it was in Ford Hall at the Molson House. Well, I, I got an email, but yeah. my... My schedule is pretty busy. It's tough, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough, but I'm very disappointed. I'm so hungry. So I was gonna eat salad tonight, but I, I think I'm, I changed my mind. I'm not kidding. I had at least 14 pieces. I'm so jealous. Um, so how, Duke, was there a list? Like we got a list of you're supposed to fill out a little form and say what was your favorite. And uh, Duke, you kind of had that on your name tag there, not your your little lanyard. Mm. But then there was another list that had, and there were what would you say? I I don't know two. 150 different kinds? No, 100? Of pizza? Yeah. Between all, because there's different categories. So there's like meat, chicken, um, Hawaiian, unique, which was a really cool one. Some uh, interesting options there. Uh, And then some vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options uh, as well. So all all in all, there was like well over a dozen pizzerias here. I have a list of them, but the problem is some of them are just logos, and I don't necessarily recognize all of them. As long as there's Tony's, Saps, and Cosmic for me, that's all that matters. But Uh, what's your favorite go-to one? Like what do you, if you're... So so from Tony's, it would be their New York, New York, which is pepperoni pizza. uh, And Saps, they make, uh, I think it's prosciutto... Jalapeno and honey gar uh, and honey organic honey on it. Yeah. It's really really good. And Cosmic, they make this donor pizza. Okay, my, that, my wife. That loved. was the one that they. That was the one on the corner. Dude, yeah, that so was, you remember it. So so you was, liked it. Well, yeah, well, I had three pieces of where, it. But yes. where did you say that one was from? Cosmic. Cosmic. The the no Campio, Campio. was the one that you kept going back oh, okay. for multiple. Oh, Campio. I I haven't been in Campio, but uh, it was. But Rokes, the yeah. the trainer from the Oil Kings, he always yeah. is, was trying to push me to to uh, Campio, so I have to make appearance there so because they do make wings. So my my pairing is usually pizza and wings. I want to make a suggestion for next year, and this was all for kids' sport, so people would buy and then eat eat as much. They had the concert. Uh, Eugene Lewis won won the the eating contest, beat Aaron Grimes and some other people. <laughs> How many pieces? Well, it was more timed. Oh, okay. I, I said I'd go in it if it was endurance. Like over the course of an hour or two, easy. I I can eat a lot. Well, we're gonna have to have a little contest. Yeah, we we have to. So um, I know it doesn't look like uh, <laughs> this body is a temple. Yeah, it's a temple. Um, well, last six months before it was a <laughs> we were going to the gym though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But okay, so you say you could eat a lot of chicken wings too. This is a true story, and I was telling Patty this from uh, 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 the brew house. The brew house. Uh, so he was, we were talking about this uh, and chicken wings and stuff and how, you know, what you got to do with chicken wings, yada, yada. It's tough for businesses right now with chicken wings. So how anyway, come? why is it? Tough? Well, Sorry. it's just hard because they, they do, a lot of the companies and a lot of the restaurants don't make a lot of money on, on the chicken mm-hmm. wings when they do the specials and stuff like that, but they want to try to get the people in. Right. Yeah. So it's just the way it is that, you know, chicken wings cost a lot of money, you know, cause you got to every, for every 
two wings is one chicken, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got me. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I uh, guess. Well, I would be a really bad option because now I don't drink. Usually, yeah. Back in the day, oh, I, I would have yeah. like 15 beers with it. So okay. I would make up for it. So 1989, true story in Calgary at Father's Restaurant. Four of us ordered 500 wings. They were seven cents each back then. 35 bucks for you that. You didn't eat them all. Yeah. Did four, you? Four guys, 120, 125 wings a piece. Over. Well, we were sitting there for the afternoon, Sunday afternoon. That's We were cheap. That's, we that's, were poor students. But that's still impressive. Yeah, that's nothing. That's why I said you should be afraid of the pizza eating contest. 14, you said. Ah, 14. I think it might have been more. I was sitting in the corner with no, Moser, and, Moser and all the guys, and those guys were, Moser probably had 20. <laughs> That's why they call it pizza pig out, laddie. I know, I know. I, I, I honestly, if I could, I would probably order two pizzas home for home. But my my wife makes me self conscious, <laughs> well, kind of thing. Like she stares me down. It's like, oh really? Like I'll, yeah, I'll, really? I'll, like I, I know she 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 likes what she sees when I. When I take my shirt off, but <laughs> so maybe that's why, you know, but. Okay. Well, yeah. if you have, uh, and the other thing with the Duke and I talked about it on, uh, on Tuesday, cause we were off Monday. Like, I don't know. I had probably six turkey sandwiches after Thanksgiving on between Monday and <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> and can you believe that this is a, still a temple, this body? You look really good. Oh, thanks, you look man. really good back. So. <laughs> So the <laughs> my my wife's family was visiting from Ontario. Her brother and 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 you know wife, uh, two daughters. Then her parents showed up, and her mom was cooking. You know, and I am. So this is not taking shot at her mom. Like <laughs> it was, a, they were big dinners, but okay. she's not used to how much I eat. So the portion I was I was basically the- starving. Like Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that was a decent portion. It was it, it it was so good. Don't get me wrong, it was so good, but the portion is not big enough. And I felt self-conscious because I saw all these little portions they were eating and then I didn't want to eat too much so everybody would get get a piece. Then the next day she made fish, uh, chili and sea bass. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. But it was only so many pieces. Then they, she makes a big big sheet of uh, vegetables. Nobody was really touching that. So I cleaned the whole sheet and she's like, Oh, I, we were, we were thinking nobody's going to finish that. I'm like, I would like, then I told my wife, I was like, I didn't want to say anything to your mom, but you know, you see me how much I eat. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I probably lost like four or five pounds <laughs> over, like, Thanksgiving honestly, like, over, over Thanksgiving weekend, which sh- I should be gaining five pi- pounds and yeah. then feeling guilty and going to the gym and like working that stuff up. But, you know, we might uh, as well bring this in now, Duke, because uh, with what we're talking about, elevating our game with pizza <laughs> and, and chicken wings and stuff, uh, elevate your game brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts. Unlock the potential of your residence with a home elevator or lift. Uh, learn more at trustram.com. You keep eating like this, a guy will need lifts, eh? Yeah, I guess so. Or yeah. an elevator to get up. Uh, so thanks uh, to Corey. Pizza night at yeah. Smizos. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of uh, texts about that. At Laddie, you would like Dallas pizza too. Uh, the Mash in St. Albert, best craft pizza and beer. Um, Hmm. Now they're luring me. They are. All, all these people oh. that are texting in with theirs, what they think is the best one, and yours too, laddie, like, 
get on these places and tell them to get uh, involved with the Pizza Pig out next year so yeah. they get a little more uh, recognition across yeah. uh, across a wider audience. I don't see why. Like, I mean, that Molson House is pretty big. Uh, I don't know how many people were there, a couple hundred, 250 maybe. Yeah. But I think you could open that up and have double that. Double that, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of pizza joints in town. Let's, let's and do it all, go, it all, all goes to kids' sport. Yeah. Well, you could be. Well, you could go in the contest. I maybe I should start training. Yes. Um, this is from Scoots the Rig, Laddie. If you were at the autograph signing, the hammer would be first in line. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the hammer. Hammer is quiet today because we had Shinny yesterday, and I absolutely dominated. We won. Okay. So have you seen this guy yet? The hammer? No. He, well, he's not going to come forward face to face. He's too uh-huh. scared. Well, I wasn't in a good mood, uh, so if he would show up yesterday, I would probably. I don't wear I don't wear shoulder pads, yeah, but you don't would, need to. No, no. I uh, so the hammer, you think he's at the skate, but you're not sure. Oh, like he's, you, de- he's definitely there. Well, but you also said this could be Belzy under an alias. But Belzy is at the skates. Oh, okay. Oh, he skates. Well, oh, then well then yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be taking shots at everybody. <laughs> Belzy's at the skates. Um, this is from, uh, well, Tony's best pizza is Sal's Deluxe. That comes Sa- from Sal's Princeton. Deluxe is my second favorite on Tony's menu. Okay. Yes, I, I agree. Very good. So, you know, the one thing, Duke, from last night, and, you know, you always look at things, how you could improve things or whatever. I... I was always looking at the top of the pizza box, but the sheet of paper was there. So I wanted to see, you know what I mean? I needed to see the, the box where it was from mm-hmm. instead of seeing on the, on the, there was a piece of paper, laddie, and it said, so Tony's Pizza, da, 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 da. Maybe it some, sometimes there was a restriction. What or category was category. it? Allergies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just, because I mean, I was always going, where's this one from? You so know were you I mean? annoyed? No, not annoyed because I was eating too many pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean, dude? Because you always yeah. see the top of the box and you go, hey, that's from whatever it is, Boston Pizza, Royal Pizza. Anyone, yeah, because you'd be you know. walking down the lineup and you'd like flip open a lid and take a look and see and it, oh, that looks good. And you yeah. grab it and move on. You didn't even maybe stop to actually read like the, it basically was a label on yeah. top of each each pile of boxes to, like I said, so then when you were voting, you knew which category it was in, where it was from. Yeah. And then obviously the, the allergy restrictions and stuff. So I can see where you're coming from, Kev, but yeah. I think... Because once I made my first pass and kind of grabbed a few that I liked, next time I went back, I like made sure I made note of what ones those were. Yeah. Because because uh, it was still fresh enough in my mind I could remember, oh, yeah, I had that one. That was really good. Where's that from? Make that note on my little scorecard. Mm-hmm. And also in my own mental uh, memory bank for where I'm ordering from next. Because there were a couple places I'd never tried before. After last night, I've got new regular order places. Oh, really? They were There was some that were un. Believable name, um, right. Pizza Garage. They had a Detroit style Hawaiian with like jalapenos and Pizza stuff Garage? across. It. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was my favorite Hawaiian one. Mm. And then there was a, I pretty much every different category had a best best one for me. Yeah. I didn't try any of the vegan or vegetarian well, ones, but I don't blame you. Pizza is pizza. Uh, don't try to re- reinvent the wheel. They also uh, had what the about thinner? the weirdest ingredients? Like, was there like a oh? Yeah, there was no. like some seafood ones. Yeah. Um, Pork. Uh, Famosa had one with like so, it was almost like a well, like a Mediterranean style, but like with some nuts and cranberries. It was really unique, but it was good. The I was one, surprised. Yeah. The one Hawaiian one with the hot peppers was different too. Oh really? You know, so a little little spice to it. There was a lot of spicy ones. That I noticed that you kind of. I, I think Seps makes uh well it 
I, th- I think it's called Kiki, and they, they put pineapple, and then it's spicy. I think some jalapenos in it and some ham, too. I, I like that one, too. My, my parents enjoyed it when they were here. I think someone, all these texters that are, that are sending things in to Laddie have to send Laddie a pizza over for supper tonight. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll eat free pizza, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve MP, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. I don't know about that. It's one bite of the whole pizza. I don't know. Um, Tony's, you like uh, Sal's Deluxe. Sorry, we did that one already. Royal yeah. Pizza Sherwood Mark, the Fred's Special. Have you been at Tony's? Yeah. I, I like the atmosphere there, too. Yeah. Old school, you know. My my agent, my my former agent took me there for the first time with his family. Yeah. So because he's from New York. So it's like New York style pizza. And they had all kind like the thin cut they had the thinners, they yeah. had the thin slices, yeah. then they like the one uh, that Donaire one from what did I say it was Campio? Campio was the one you yeah. really liked. So that was the Donaire one, but it was in six pieces that were in squares. They were in squares? Like kind yeah. of like a deep dish style yeah, one. Deeper. And then there were several different Detroit style ones. Yeah. My wife would like that. She oh. she loves Donair pizza. Like if you would so come good. if you would come to Europe, they would call you picks. <laughs> because <laughs> there is no Donair pizza in Europe, you know. And Pizza is pretty sure from Europe, right, guys? Well, yes, I yes. Mean, you would say not, Italy. Yeah, not really this version of pizza, but e- exactly. pizza, yes. Exactly, yeah. yeah but, but yeah, now I'm more North American than European, I guess. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I, I refuse to, to, uh, to try donor pizza for the longest time, but now I'm like, I'm kind of hooked on it. And you like donors too, obviously. Oh, I, well, less now because that was my go-to at 4 a.m., Okay, you know now, when, when you're like absolutely smashed and you're walking on the yeah. street and there's oh there's a donut. There's tons of donuts. Yeah. <laughs> now the they other t- one they taste much better at 4 a.m. Did you ever have? Uh, I know George Larocque used to go to the Italian Center and get the the uh, what, what the, the sandwiches. The, the sandwich, all the, 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 the spicy sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, but George would so buy good. two and take the meat out of the one and add it to the second one so he had less carbs. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Those sandwiches are oh, lethal. The mortadella. Oh. oh, yeah. And then you got so, the capicola. Capicola. The spicy one. I like the yeah. spicy and one. And then the the uh, the Stop. cheese on it. Oh, Ladies, uh, you got another half. right here. It's it's right around the corner. Yes. You got like a half an hour to go here before you can get some yeah. grub in They're you. They're going to be nice and fresh, too. Oh, Yes. Uh, well, you know what? We did a different version of Elevate Your Game today. Uh, brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts. Manufacturing the safest elevator since 1987. TrustRam.com. I actually phoned Corey Smith last night from Ram. And then he phoned me this morning at about 8 o'clock. So I got to get back to him. But we were talking about a golf uh, event we were in with another guy that was there last night. And no one could remember if it was raining or whatever. Did you Not- talk about Team Europe winning we could, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. Well, you mean in the Ryder Cup? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? When we get back, we're going to talk a little more about Oilers to close out the, okay. the, everything. Oilers with a day off, by the way. Uh, Jay Woodcroft will hold a media availability later, I think around 12, 15 or something. And then tonight, Laddie's in line. He's He's not in line. He's got his own booth. For the autograph session here at West Edmonton Mall. Sure. <laughs> More with Carius and Schmid on Sports 1440 right after the break. Uh, welcome back to the big program. Carius Schmid, Sports 1440. Russ in the burn saying uh, that one bite, everybody knows the rules, is from Barstool's Pizza Review. Um, sorry about that. I didn't pick up on that. That's just, uh, as the Duke said, yeah, not exactly everywhere on social media. Uh 
Jamie says, sorry, guys, Vern's in Saskatoon's is by far uh, the best pizza. Daryl, text coming in, says, did you say the Oilers with the day off? I thought they did that yesterday. Uh, that comes from the Dragon Keeper. Okay, so Laddie, I know you were talking about your uh, ribs that you do on the barbecue, and you say you've got a, yeah. a perfect. I met two women last night there that run the Ukrainian restaurant, a Ukrainian it's called, I think, in town, and they were talking about how they're going to make a Ukrainian pizza for next year, kind of like how Boston Pizza does that spicy potato one. You've never had that? Oh, that, you got to get into that one. So just ask for that one. So anyway, I started making, well, years ago, Barbecue pizza on the barbecue. So pizza on so the barbecue. So you bought that stone? No. Oh, no, 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 no. I, have, I bought the no, pizza stone. You don't use it. you don't use a stone. So here's what you do, Laddie. The easiest way, go to the Italian center and buy those little balls of dough that cost yeah, two yeah, bucks. Yeah. So you buy that, rest them, put them out, uh, get the little olive oil on them, crank your barbecue up to about 700 degrees. Oh, like. 700 on the rack. On right? the on, on the, the rack. rack. So 700 degrees. Take the, then put some seasoning, like some uh, um, Italian seasoning. Italian seasoning. Yeah. yeah. So you take it like that and grab the dough and throw it right on the grill. So roll it. No, it's rolled out already. Yeah. Oh, so it's you, rolled out already. It's all rolled out already. So you pick it up and it's kind of stretching yeah, a yeah. little bit. Throw it right on the grill for about a minute. Turn yeah. all, turn the heat off. Then get a, like a, like a spatula, a big one, pick it up and turn it over. Mm-hmm. The crust will be perfect on that on that one side. Turn it over. Now you put your stuff on. If you want tomato sauce, you want pesto, you want uh, your bocconcini mozzarella, you want to have a little basil, you want to have some some salami or pepperoni. Close the lid. Another three four minutes, it's done. Take ah. it off. I'm not kidding. It is done because both and, sides. And you, you turn it off fully. You can t- just maybe a minor amount, but there's enough heat in there. All right. You know, you've got about yeah. six seven hundred degrees going. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, look at this. Guess who's joined the party? Hammer. The hammer. Yeah, yeah. The hammer's joined the party. He's probably sore after yesterday beating. Well, here it says the hammer couldn't make shinny yesterday. Oh, he wasn't there. So you've got to start doing a yeah, little. Yeah, I, I was going to say the the quality of hockey was pretty high. Because <laughs> the yeah, hammer didn't yeah, show. Hammer, yeah. yeah. No he's, neutralized turnovers. He's, he's probably just the. He 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 was probably the former drill killer in junior <laughs> hockey or whatever wherever he played if he ever played. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, laddie, we got about ten more minutes with you. So how? Let's talk some serious stuff for a bit. And Oilers. So when you look at moving forward, so you have a day off today. What happens in in? Um, you know, they would go over video, I would imagine. They'd be down at the rink. So everyone always says, you know, you, you, you always ask the coach that that question. So do you take this game film and throw it out the window or what do you do? I mean, it, it happens all the time in every sport. So what happens on a day like today moving forward uh, to Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Um, well, what did it, you, it, yeah. Well, well, I play for several coaches. Some coaches would, some coaches would punish you. Yeah. Some coaches uh, would just, hey, one-off, guys. Stuff happens, you know, it happened. Um, these days, I imagine they would probably go through some videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe go over, if, if they're, well, they switch the, the D-zone, right? The, they, they say, yeah. They, they say they switch yeah. and they have been working on it. So I imagine they would probably go over, mm-hmm. over it again because it, it looked like there was some miscommunication, disconnection in, in D-zone. But again, 
goes back to the effort, right? Yeah. Like you can have whatever system you want to play man on man zone coverage, whatever. Campfire defense. Yeah. You can't you can't do that in a regular season. Um, you know, that there needs to be effort. Everybody needs to know their job. But yeah, I, I imagine they would probably go over over the video, but again, let's not make it a bigger deal than it has to be. It's yeah. one game. Um and like I said many times, yeah. the season starts after Christmas. <laughs> well, it's a re- how, okay, let me throw that one at you. There's been so many um uh, I don't know analogies, things that yeah. they say. But after American Thanksgiving, not very often. It's like very low percentage. If you're not in a playoff spot yeah. going into December one, obviously you don't want to fall. Yeah, fall too too behind. I've, this is just loosely yeah, saying, yeah, but yeah. yeah, like I just want don't want you know, the the wipe after the captain skates was like, oh my god, that they're getting together, and I loved it sending the message but now it's like well so what happened that that didn't work mm-hmm. again it's one day one bad day the boys as i i imagine there's going to be a better my opinion is there's going to be a better effort right so that don't just you know fans fans are you know they can have their opinions they're upset rightfully so they turn on the tv they stay up li- uh, late you know it is what it is but yeah. just a one day Here's a kind of got to take this with a grain of salt from a a listener. Good morning, guys. Question for you. Dave Manson was an awesome defenseman and his son plays the same way. Well, sort of. Um, Can he not teach our guys to play the same way? Just a thought to consider. Well, I mean, we kind of know we're both looking at each other and taking that the same way that it doesn't work that way. Um, Yeah. But Josh Manson doesn't play like Dave did. Yeah. I mean, Dave, Dave no? was um, a monster. Yeah. Josh is a great defenseman, too. Oh, you know, he is. For sure. He is, but... Doesn't doesn't play... But doesn't play the same way as father. Dead, but... Yeah. but uh, you, you have six defensemen. They're all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the effort, you cannot teach. That's got to come from within. You know, the effort, the determination... But there is going to be nights where just everything goes wrong mm-hmm. and you don't have the same energy level, you know, the bounces don't go your way. Like I said, I I think it was just one off. And yeah. you know what? 8-1. Like what happened to Montreal with Toronto? That hurts. It's a 5-3 game. You're, you get you're two sure, surely winning. And in four minutes, it's gone. And then you lose in shootout. With two empty net goal, like, yeah. you know, goalie pulled. It, yeah. Like I, I mean... That that one hurts. Yeah, that one hurts, and like oh, like, and then then the thoughts of the team being immature, not being able to close mm-hmm. close games off. You know, th- those thoughts creep in your in in your mind. What what thoughts are like? Oilers so know what they did wrong. There were there was a couple guys on the panel last night just watching Sportsnet and. You know they all they brought up Jack Campbell how he would have liked to have a good start here just confidence wise yeah so can can something creep into you just even if it is you know twenty five minutes of play it could yeah like I'm not gonna say it couldn't but I don't blame him for those goals me neither it's none of them you know like they <laughs> he was he was in a tough situation right yeah. off the bat you yeah. know the. The team wasn't working in front of him, so like I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him. But that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say, 
you can go to him and it's like, hey, this wasn't your fault, but he still let in four goals. Um, here's one more for you then. So, uh, do you? I, I kind of think that Woodcroft had an idea all along, um, but he was not being transparent on who he was starting. He probably felt in his gut that he was going to go with Campbell for game one. Hopefully things work out okay. And then he's going to give Stewie Skinner game number two. That's what I was thinking too. So now what? <laughs> you still go back to Skinner? And then if you do that, does that tell, does that give, does that send a message to Jack Campbell that, you know. I, if or, the plan was all along you have like to just that, be, you have to just, be tri- just yeah. stick with it, just yeah. stick with the plan. Go with Skinner for game two. You can roll him. Like you, you cannot base the season on, on one game and like a poor game, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the plan was, like go go back go go with Skinner for game two, and then maybe throw Campbell for the next game and just mm-hmm. roll them. And you know it's a competition. It's not it's not like get Campbell started the game one and he's for sure starting goalie. Yeah. No, I I think that should be a competition and and that's gonna take a few games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, text comes in from Dallas. Uh, this is what we've been talking about. Who was supposed to have Brock on that first goal? The first goal, the second goal of the game. I thought I saw three forwards way up at the blue line. I don't know. Well, incorrect because the one forward was Evander Kane down below the goal line. Yeah, yeah. So, But he, but Kaner would be the weak side forward. So yes. for sure not him. Not him. But it's, well, Nurse, Nurse should probably extend to him earlier but like I said the, the play was broken the, the play should have been done a certain way because everybody was probably reading the same mm-hmm. way that it's gonna get moved behind the net so they they set up like that and then they were lighter positions in the ideal world nurse should extend and the strong side winger likely probably mm-hmm. sack a little bit and right. help out with the position because it's kind of a soft area yeah you know, the, the good goal scorers, they find those areas and it's hard to cover because for, for a frontside defenseman, it's pretty far far to go, but there was nobody else in the area, so you can extend there because you have two Vancouver Canucks in the corner, so you don't have to worry about, about anything. You have Nurse and you have Kane there too, right, in front of mm-hmm. that. So Nurse should extend, but he was kind of late there. And like I said, hey, like B- Besser got it and it was on and off his stick right away. A great shot using... So, and a perfect let, shot, like perfect top corner. Shot, like, like, let's give Besser a credit for yeah. that play. Like, yeah. that's that's an elite play. Uh, oh, Hammer comes in. Is it the defensive scheme, or does Nurse just have low hockey IQ? I don't think fair comment. Um, not, not at all. Uh, not, like, I, you know, the difference now... There, was, there was so many... There was... There was few breakdowns before that happened he yeah. just got exposed so, at, like but i i don't know maybe you lead with your st- but he was late late there late coming back kane was kane was there first i would like to see like the the full what led to it yeah. how they entered the zone where nurse was coming from the it's kane was just coming. A, but it's just a straight dump and and uh giuseppe has a great forecheck For, it but, it does, yeah. But it, Bouchard it, it, doesn't get back probably fast enough to make the he, play. He's, uh, yeah, he he was initially going fast, then he slows down. Yeah. But, but the, see, the, do you think but, he's kind of going? I'm going to absorb the hit a little bit. Maybe, but like the f- first, I I I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. I wonder if there was a talk from Kane to Bouchard. Hey, mm-hmm. over. 
you know, or like DDD pass. Yeah. I wonder that because sometimes if you, if you're and Campbell's yelling yeah, something, yeah, we like I believe that your partner should be your eyes. Yeah. So there should be some talk, hey, over, and it's kind of, if, you're, if your mind is not made up, it can made up your mind, and then you know what you're doing with the puck by the time you get there. Mm-hmm. Like I said many times on this show, it should be D to D out the other way. Yeah. He, he decided to hang on to it. Giuseppe with a, D Giuseppe with a great second effort, but yeah, there was, there was few breakdowns forward not getting back quick enough mm-hmm. into the battle nurse being it, a little late but nurse being blamed for that goal that's not fair do you, i said right off the top and we're, we're gonna cut you loose here but wasn't it something that d giuseppe on pizza pig out had such a big role <laughs> hey the pizza the frozen pizza man he's just coming on firing eh? yes <laughs> oh he's uh that line has been really good yeah that yeah, he, I mean, he was a buzzer even in the third period. It's he brings a lot of energy, yes, guy. Hey? Yes, exactly. Hey. All right, laddie, thanks for coming in today. Uh, I know you're, are you stopping at the food court here on the way out of the mall, or what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I have to go straight home, but I got a late night, so it might be a pizza night. Pizza <laughs> night, guys. You, you you totally changed my mind. Well, I'll tell you what. Someone's going to text in from one of these places, and they're going to say. Can you get Laddie to give me a shout? We'll send a pizza over tonight. Please. Yeah, yeah. you have my number, so please uh, keep me posted. (laughs) All right. uh, Thanks, Laddie. Uh, Have a great weekend. Uh, We'll see you back here next week. Uh, It's going to be another interesting weekend for sure. Thanks again. For sure. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. When we come uh, back at the top of the hour, Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star and our pigskin report as we tee up the Chiefs and the Denver Broncos tonight on Thursday Night Football. Before that, a sports update with the Duke.